0: Thanks for checking out this message from River Valley Church in Boise, Idaho. We hope that it encourages you and inspires you. For more messages like this, make sure to check out our podcast. And for more content from River Valley, go to our website, rivervalleyboise.com. Enjoy this message. Okay, you guys ready to dig into the word? All right, I want you guys to put your hands together for someone who is one of my favorite people in the world this morning, who I get to share this time with. Would you, here it is, and I'll even turn it on. Would you guys put your hands together for Alonzo this morning? Yeah, Alonzo. Obviously, like Trey said uh, earlier, uh, Alonzo was one of the facilitators at the Balls House over the summer, Uh, did a fantastic job uh, leading conversation and discussion that we had. Uh, every week and is just an incredible man of the word. There's a lot of depth to him, a lot of care for people. Um, so, so thankful for this man right here um, and everything that he brings to River Valley, to my life, um, to, to what we're doing here. So, so awesome. The uh, the other facilitators that we had were Jeff and Julie Vockel. Would you guys raise your hands? Jeff and Julie were amazing. There were the other facilitators and so they tag teamed back and forth and we just had some great discussion over the summer and it was awesome. It was awesome. Awesome. All right, we're going to dig in. Uh, hello, m- good morning again to online. Do not want to forget everybody who's joining online. So glad that you're tuning in from wherever you are. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. There we go. And uh, moving, moving on. Uh, it's the first weekend of Advent. Every year we do this thing. This is a tradition that we do every year, which is to celebrate Advent. And like Trey said, Advent does two things. It looks back To the first coming of Christ and everything that happened in the fulfillment of when Jesus came, when he was born. The amount of prophecies that were fulfilled when Jesus was born and then the amount of prophecies when he died and when he rose again is staggering the amount. No other human being, person in history had that many prophecies spoken about them that came to pass and were fulfilled in a very short amount of time. And so we celebrate that, but not only that, we look to the second coming of Christ Because you all know, and we are so thankful, that it's not the end. He didn't come, die, raise from the dead, and then go back up to heaven. He's coming again. And he's coming for his church. He's coming for his bride. And I think in our world, in our day and age that we live in right now, it is something so powerful to grab a hold of the reality that this is not home and that our Father, our God, our Savior is coming back for us. And that is what we can anchor our hope in. That is what we can anchor our faith to. In the middle of everything going on is the fact that he is coming again. And so that's what Advent is all about. And We get to talk about this as we go in. Today, we're going to start with talking about the word hope. We're going to start by talking about the word hope. We sang about it in in the service today. We're going to light our first candle today and every... That funny, funny. If Carrie would have given me a empty lighter, that would have been hilarious. Uh, we are talking about hope, hope. Hope is, if you think about a word that in this year has really been a shaking one. Because if you think about a lot of the things that you put your hope in, they've all gone away. Hope and job. Hope in being able to live a certain kind of lifestyle. We, we had to make an adjustment this year and we last minute did not get to go to see my family for Thanksgiving because of all the craziness. Well, there was definitely a certain amount of hope and expectation around being able to be th- with them and see them over the holidays. Even that was taken away. Right? There's these things that we put our hope in. We anchor our hope in. Even sometimes we anchor our hope to routine the fact that we can expect to do the same thing every day without even thinking about it, we put our hope in that. We can trust that. We find security in that. And we find ourselves in a year where all of that has been taken away and we have to come back to a redefinition of what hope is. And we are left asking ourselves the question, what can I actually hope in? And you know this if you have friends and family that are not believers, that you talk to them and there is this cloud of hopelessness that envelops people. And I would say that it's even going to get more and more as we move into this season, right? The highest suicide rate, highest depression rate here in the state of Idaho is as we go into the months ahead, right? And so you can see that there is a hopelessness that surrounds people because life as we know it has changed. But I I find it amazing that That we as believers have, and this is, you guys know this, we all know this, we have something else, someone else to anchor our hope in. And I realized that even for myself, it's really easy to sit in these chairs and to say, yeah, my hope's in God. My hope is in Jesus. And then as soon as we leave, and as soon as we go about the rest of our week, boy, that can dwindle real quick. And you know what makes it dwindle even faster? When what we are ingesting from the world, whether it be news, whether it be social media, whether it be conversations from the newspaper, all this, when that, when ingesting that is higher than ingesting the word of God into our lives, boy, that hopelessness just grows. We find ourselves having to say, listen, in order for my hope to remain anchored in who it is, boy, I have to really watch, I have to really watch what I'm ingesting into my life. I have to really be careful. What are the, the voices that I'm allowing to speak into my life? But I'm so excited today that our hope is in someone. And our hope is not determined by anything around us. I want to play a clip for you here today. And he, I'm going to just share a, a, just a short passage from a message from Billy Graham. And he's going to talk about hope. And he can say it better than I ever can. And it's just so encouraging. And I want you to listen to this clip about hope.
1: My hope is centered in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ, who the Bible says is going to come back someday and straighten the whole mess out. That's our hope in Christ. And you know what the scripture says about it? says comfort one another with these words. Now, we don't have much comfort today. The fact of Christ coming back should be a great comfort to every believer in the world. We've got a hope, we've got an eschatology, we've got a program, we've got a future. We're on the winning side. And the problems, the social problems that we're wrestling with and battling with now, trying to patch them up and solve them as best we can, They're all going to be totally solved. The race problem will be solved. The poverty problem will be solved. The war problem will be solved. There'll be no more war. What a day that's going to be. When we stand with him in eternity.
0: Our hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. He said it so perfectly. A hope in anything else can fade away. Hope in the things that we put our anchor in can fade away. But there is one thing that does not fade, and it's the Lord Jesus Christ. If you can be reminded of anything today, when we sit in this place in the middle of our world, the season we're in, the climate, the political climate, the tension that we see all around us it is that our hope is Jesus Christ. That has not changed. Nothing that happens around us changes our hope. And for us as believers, we get the privilege. And we also have the responsibility to view things through a different filter. To say, my hope is in the saving power of Jesus. I want to read a scripture for you from Romans 15. Paul is talking about hope. And he says this, I pray that God, the source of hope... Will fill you completely with, get this, this is what hope does, fills you with joy and peace. Can anybody use a little extra joy today? Anybody else use a little bit of extra peace today? You'll be filled with those things because you trust in him. Then you will, get this, I love this word, overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. If there's anybody who can talk about hope, if there's anybody who can talk about circumstances and situations coming against them and still have a hope in Jesus, it's Paul. You look at his life, shipwrecked, beaten, bit with snakes, all of the stuff he did, doesn't he? Our lives don't even come close, right? And he was still able to say, listen, he's the source of my hope. The world can't do anything to me because my hope is in the Lord. And, and you know, as we get ready for This season, we we put the tagline to the series of Go Tell It on the Mountain, not only because it's a great song, but it's a great message. For us as believers, the first thing we have to do is we have to land at a place of having hope in Jesus Christ for ourselves. And sometimes that is the biggest struggle that we have to have, is we have to anchor our hope in Jesus. But can I tell you something? That as believers, we also have the incredible privilege to shout that hope from the mountaintop to share that hope with a world that needs it. And not only just a world, individuals, people around us that are hopeless, that need an ounce of hope to hang their life on. And you and I as believers, we carry true hope. And so for us, we have the responsibility. And that's what the context of Romans 15 is, is taking your life and now using it to share that hope with other people. This is what we are called to do. The expression of our hope builds others up. The expression of your hope builds others up. The testimony of hope in you is what builds others up. We talked about this last week. How is the gospel good news to you today? You could fill it in this way and say, how is hope good news for me today? How is hope, how is Jesus good news for me today? Because that is what will motivate you into doing what Christ told us to do. Alonzo, I am really excited because I know you've got a lot, and God's put a lot in your heart. Share with us for a little bit what God's just put in your heart around this area of hope and Romans 15 and, and all of it.
2: All right, am I good? Can you hear me? Okay, awesome, awesome. Well, first of all, praise God, just, you know, I've been wanting to say this, and this is the best body of Christ ever. I've broken bread with you guys, I've worked with a lot of you guys, I've prayed for a lot of you guys, and I pray for you continually, and you're on my heart. I love you guys so much, so much, and I just thank you that I get to do church with you guys. All right, amen? Yes. Okay, hope. hope. You know, I, I, I read a, a bunch of stuff this week and researched some things, and I had to equate hope with faith. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't get away from it. Yeah. Every article, everything I've read, faith was involved yeah. with yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And faith is the stronger of the two. That's good. Okay. Yeah. And that's something that's generated in me. It's generated in all of us. It's me believing in God's character, believing that he will do what he says, even though I don't see it, right. I don't hear it, right. I don't feel it. Right. It's happening. Right. Okay? Right. Perfect case and example, when uh, we got that text message about Micah, mm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. we going to the hospital, being unresponsive, yeah. my phone just blew up. Boom, bing, yeah. bing, 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 bing. Prayer, 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 yeah. prayer, 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 prayer. Yeah. And what was the result? In the morning... He was healed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's right. And that, to me, is hope. Yeah. In faith. Yeah. People coming together and, and, and united on one front, mm. calling on our Lord. Yeah. You know. That's right. Yes. That's right. Uh, my response in the action of faith is becoming the hands and feet of God. And that, to me, is true hope right there. Hope comes from an optimistic attitude based on expectation Mm. or desire, Mm. okay? Mm -hmm. My hope is that Jesus will return. Come on. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yeah. That's the hope that I have in my heart. And until then, Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit will continue his work in me, in all of us, but through faith. Amen. 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 Yeah. Here's a question: Why is the word hope not mentioned in the Gospels? Anybody? I
0: have the answer, so I can't answer that. Yeah, he can't answer.
2: Because he was alive. Jesus was walking with them. Hope was alive. Hope was right there, working and accomplishing and doing his work for the Lord. Yeah, yeah. He's always working. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Even, even when we think we're at the, our wit's end, yeah. mm. in, the, in our highest moments of despair, mm. he's there. Yeah, that's right. That's he's working. That's right. Here's another thing. Yeah. Remember, Jesus didn't perform miracles by hope. He didn't say, I hope that, wine, that water will turn to wine, or I hope you'll raise up from the dead, Lazarus, you know, or I hope those demons will come out of you. Right. No, yeah. he did it by faith. Yeah, that's good. That's faith, good. That's good. yes. I, I like the way Kenneth Copeland puts it. Hope keeps your faith alive until the things that you're believing are are pulled from the spiritual realm into the natural.
0: Good word. Yes. Good word. Yes,
2: Good hope keeps Jesus alive in me yeah. he keeps it alive in all of us yeah. Yeah. and this is going to happen man I hope yeah. till, till he returns <laughs> <laughs> and my hope rests in what he'll do in the future Amen. yeah, yeah. I, I put together this kind of word picture of what hope looks like to me okay I'll read it if I wrote it down so Our diverse culture, it's kind of like back in Rome and Galatia and Mm -hmm. Ephesus and those places like Multicultural, a lot of different people, different backgrounds, uh, different social status, healthy, sick, slave, free, you know, white, black, every spectrum of color in between, every type of social status. And when all that mingles together, it becomes difficult. For us to accept one another. Mm. Okay. Hope paints a picture of acceptance. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And that means taking people into our homes. Mm. You know. Mm -hmm. As well as into our hearts. Mm. Sharing Mm. meals. Mm. Sharing activities with one another. Mm. Avoiding racial and economic discrimination. Mm. Going out of the way to avoid favoritism. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Consciously spending time greeting those who you don't normally talk to. Yeah. yeah. That's good. You know. <laughs> Minimizing differences. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And just seeking a common ground for fellowship. Mm. Yeah. You know what's beautiful about that picture? That's the way Jesus accepted us. Mm. Yeah. Let that sink in for a minute. Mm. Yeah. Mm. As you go about your day to day and next week and foren and forever. Yeah. yeah. Think about that. Mm. What was I like when Christ opened his arms to me? Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know the beautiful thing about this? God gets the glory.
0: That's right. Amen. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Tag. I'm in. All right. <laughs> Amen. Come on. Who would agree with that? Who believes that that is a powerful word that you can grab a hold of in your heart? I think it's amazing what Alonzo was saying that that hope, the word hope was not used when Jesus was here because he is hope. And I think that the beautiful thing is that that's still true today. Yes. In your darkest day, in your most discouraged setting, when you are fighting depression, anxiety, fear... When sin is facing you down and you're not sure if you're going to be able to overcome it, when people are berating you, when people are bullying you, when people are looking down on you, when you're forgotten, when you're in a place where everyone's turned their back on you, in all of those places, he's still with you. Yes. He's still with you. He's not moved on. It's not like you have a little bit of a, the leftover hope that just kind of sits there. He is... <laughs> Alive today, and he's with us today. Powerful, powerful words for us to take with us as we go into this this week. Uh, here, here's what I really want to encourage you of as we go into our discussion today. You know, I think that for some in here, you're at a place of saying, yeah, I, I need to, to latch a hold of that hope. Mm. and And if I'm honest, I don't actually know how to do that. I hear what you're saying, and I hear that Jesus is hope, and I hear that he is the one I can anchor to, but if, I, if, I, if I'm honest and I look at my life, my life does not reflect that. It's, it's really hard for me right now. I want to pray over you today and pray that God and the, the Holy Spirit would breathe fresh life on your hope and breathe fresh hope into your world and what's going on inside of you. Come on. And then the beautiful thing, which we'll talk about in a second, is now what we get to do With this hope. But if you're in this place, I'm not gonna ask you to raise your hands or do anything like this, but if you're in this place and you're like, you know what? I I am having a real hard time latching onto that hope. Like for me, like hearing what you're saying, that sounds awesome. But I'm I'm not there, or I'm wrestling, or sometimes I have good days and sometimes I have bad days, right? I wanna pray over you today. So if this is for you, I just want you to receive this into your spirit this morning as I pray. And receive the Holy Spirit who wants to do a fresh work in you to rejuvenate your hope this morning. So, Father, I pray right now over your people. And, God, I pray where the waves of uncertainty have been in our life, where 2020 has been all over the place, where there's been ups, where there's been downs, the constant unknown of what's happening and how much that's shaken our hope, Father, God, we today, we want to rest in a place of faith in you, like Alonzo was saying, faith to believe that what's not seen is reality. And, Father, for those that are here that have struggled with this place of hope, Where anxiety and fear has overwhelmed. Where uncertainty has overwhelmed. And maybe the thoughts about how is this all going to look. Lord, I pray right now in this moment that God, your Holy Spirit, would come and breathe in this place fresh. God, over every heart, over every mind right now. Lord, I pray in this moment that God, by the power of your Holy Spirit, that they would encounter you. Lord, you would be real. You would be real right now. God, you're doing it. You're bringing hope in this moment. God, you're bringing security in this moment. You're bringing assurance to your people in this moment. Father God, move in in our midst and do what you do best, Father God. Lord, I pray against discouragement. Lord, I pray that those who have been fighting discouragement, those who have been fighting depression, that, God, right now, that your Holy Spirit would breathe fresh peace, fresh life, fresh hope into their world right now, Father God. Lord, where the world says it's hopeless, they would see hope in you. And, Father God, we pray that you would come and that your hope would be greater and outshine any kind of any doubt and any fear that would come into lives right now, Father. Father. Lord, you are so good. Yes, you are. Now, Father, we say today, Lord, as your, as your church, as your people, mm-hmm. Lord, we put our hope in you. If it's wavered, today we put our hope back in you yes, God. today. Yes. Lord, I pray that every person who's here would leave today with a fresh feeling of hope. Yes, God. A fresh feeling of hope. Thank you, Jesus. To know that you are real, you are alive, and you are at work in us, God. Oh, we thank you so much for this time, Jesus. Thanks again for listening to this message. Do you know someone who'd be blessed by it? Make sure to share it with them this week.